Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker and listen with a sparkle in your eye as though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. We interrupt this program to waste some of your valuable time. Coming to you live from our bedroom studio in the Pacific Northwest, it's TGIF Radio. This show is brought to you by the internet, electricity, and mind power. And now, with no agenda in mind, here's TGIF Radio. Hi, hello everyone, and welcome to the highlight of your week. It is Friday, this is TGIF Radio. Say goodbye to the work week, and hello to the weekend. Drink up, me hearties, yo-ho. I know Irishmen don't normally say such things, but here, here. Yeah, I'm not going to try that. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's great. <laughs> you don't have to. As long as I do it, then it I guess we've officially rung in the St. Patrick's Day show, which we weren't sure was happening last week, but we figured it out. Yes. Eventually. So here we are. Yeah. We have Guinness, actually. We have Guinness, and Renee has some Irish whiskey. So. Oh, it's gone. Oh. Well, actually, <laughs> a little whiskey. bit. There's a little bit left downstairs. Doesn't count. I might make, like, one more whiskey sour yeah. before bed. They call it a nightcap across the pond, they do. Mm. I, I don't know if the Irish call it that. I think they just call it a snack. I think it's called dessert. <laughs> you don't think they have whiskey sours in the middle? It's it's a dessert thing. Well, no, they just that's the last meal before they go to bed. Actually, um, remember that mudslide that I had in the fridge yeah. forever? <laughs> yeah, I decided that was bad. Now, okay, I finally poured it down the sink. Yeah, because it smelled fine, actually, and it, you could drink a little bit of it, and it was okay. But once you let it just marinate, ooh, and I'm just gonna burp all over my microphone. <laughs> this is my microphone here. What it smells like. Is of no concern to anyone else. This is mine. That's garbage. Fair enough. Actually, a lot of our equipment, to be fair, is garbage. Or is becoming that way. (laughs) We are down to two working pairs of headphones. I need to order some more. We need some more cables. (laughs) Because once... Yeah, I have to use my microphone upside down in order for it to work. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. Yeah. But mine is the only one that's... Don't wiggle it! (laughs) Jesus. You will break the integrity that I have so carefully constructed. Don't even breathe heavily on it. If you breathe on my stuff, everything will just explode. That's quite possible. God, I'm so scared of that happening. Yeah. I hope nothing explodes. No, that'd be bad. As... No, okay, I answered my own question in my head. Something has exploded... While we were doing a show before it, we it was our um it was it our, was uh, Therese. Was that that one time? What? Remember, she exploded all over your floor. No, that wasn't during that wasn't the show. during the show though. Oh, that was. But we don't talk about the night. Directly remember? after. Sorry. No, it was yes. our Fourth uh, of July show a couple years ago. Oh yeah, we had lots of explosives. Yeah, that was oh. that was a great show. That, when you guys did it that was from episode one fifty. Yeah, that was a fun show, but it is completely unlistenable. Yeah, I looked back at it, and no, it's because it's us yelling about things that no one else can see and trying to describe things that other people were doing, and then just deciding to stop and just kind of talk and bullshit. And yeah, you guys are great at the radio. The radio is our business. Yes, that radio business is our business. Not your business. Randomly throwing other like random music, like. We did uh, Roman Candle Wars in the Street with, we did. Uh, with I the almost, Good and the Bad and the Ugly playing in the background. I almost nice. died. Yeah. 
I think I almost hit you in the face with one. No, it was... Uh, oh, no, it was Andrew that I think I was dueling against. Andrew was really close. Um, Someone almost got me in the legs a couple times. I yeah. had to you do some are so weird... dumb. Please, well, I'm glad you guys don't I never got anymore. touched by a Roman candle, but... <laughs> we weren't... I don't think anyone was actually aiming for each other. If you were on fire, we probably would never have dated. Uh, I, I wasn't wearing... If anybody was going to catch on fire, it probably would have been Andrew. I was going to say Andrew. Yeah. He has a history of that. Uh, and I'm surprised you didn't catch on fire this last... St. Patrick's Well, he probably wasn't leaning sideways to light a uh, sparkler in an <laughs> in ash pit. Is that fire. how it happened? That was literally how it happened. He leaned. He was leaning sideways in a folding camping chair to light a sparkler. <laughs> oh, dear Christ. And then lost his balance and fell in and plunged his hands forward to stop his fall. So the, the statute of limitations has passed on this event. <laughs> oh, this no matter quite long ago. No matter what transpired, yeah. um, was there a little bit of a drinky poo involved? There was absolutely zero alcohol involved. Well, that makes it <laughs> Even more sad. That's even better. <laughs> yeah. No, this was the night after a big bonfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Andrew was tired because he like, oh, yeah, I'll be there like by midnight. Four o'clock, he shows up. Oh, dude. Um, so, but anyway, so like we're sitting there the next morning, like by the big ash pit, which is probably a 10 foot diameter ash pit. It's nice. A, it was a huge thing. It was still giving off a lot of radiant heat that's the next a, morning. That's a good precedent that you want to set for a bonfire yeah. for it to still be warm the next day right but we were sitting like just back from the edge of it and andrew leaned side because somebody brought up some roman candles and sparklers because mm-hmm. it was i think we were doing like ben's birthday or something not ben's birthday it was some sort of some sort of celebration during the summer we'll go with abraham lincoln's uh birthday How let's about go that? with that sure yeah. um anyway so we were at the base of ben's field we camped out in tents and that kind of stuff and Andrew's sitting in his camp chair in the morning, leans sideways in his folding camp chair to light a sparkler because, you know, he just happened to have him sitting by. Oh, no, it was a Roman candle, not a sparkler. And loses balance, falls in, and, like, plunges his hands in. And we we're all watching, like, shocked because he doesn't move, he doesn't scream, doesn't do nothing. Because we thought oh, maybe he was far enough back that maybe that part of the ashes was cool. No. <laughs> and then, but, no, he's, like, freaking, he, like, locks up. He's like, get me out of here, you guys. So I, like, I run over because everybody else is like doesn't know what to do i just reach over just put my arms between his armpits and just throw him out yes um and he's like laying there on the ground he's like guys the roma candle's still in there oh so we're like oh shit booking it up uh, the hill about 20 feet and then it never goes off really yeah Weird. roma candle never went off but then yeah andrew was like covered in like huge burns all the way up his forearm his hands everything Ugh. I mean, when was this? Four oh, years ago. No, this is many more years than that. Was this wow. middle school? Oh, this is about middle school age. Yeah, this oh, was damn. Uh, this is pre high school. Wow. I think it's yeah. This would have been when yeah. So Andrew and Ben and I were still in uh, middle school, both. So it would have been eighth grade. Yeah. So you guys hadn't even reached your full potential for stupid activities. Oh yet. God, no. You're. <laughs> We weren't even driving yet. Oh, man. Imagine what happens when that privilege is granted to you. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. But the whole town's boarding up their windows. I think Andrew still has scars from that. Wow. Of course he does. He, he'll have it's scars for third-degree burns. He, he had some third-degree, some second-degree burns. Um, he actually, I think, had some minor nerve damage in certain parts of his hand. I don't doubt it. it might, is it one of those things where like you can poke his elbow and his pinky finger twitches? No, it's more of like you can poke certain parts of his hand with you a pin and he won't it. feel it. Oh, yeah, that's worse. Yeah. Actually, I'd prefer the elbow thing. Yeah. But I, yeah, it, like some of it just started like instantly blistering up and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's bad. not good. Becky and Rhonda, uh, Austin's mom, took mm-hmm. him to the hospital. <laughs> As they should. Yeah. 
he he made it out of there safe. Ben and I no always skin grafts up, needed. It was always other people who hurt themselves at Ben's house. I never <laughs> did, but uh, I don't think I've hurt myself at Ben's house before. No, or uh, Ben's house or on the surrounding property. Andrew did his thing. I um, hurt myself right after Ben's house. I'm you back. did. That's right. Yeah. 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 Fucking Ben. <laughs> Uh, oh well. I, I mean, can we really correlate that? It was his to bed that that started Did you fall it? off. Yeah. And... No, it was just awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a cardboard box. <laughs> like the box is basically floor. a cardboard box. Yeah. It's a college bed. It's basically. awful. Uh, and then there was the time that Ozzy like did like a just completely tumbled the uh, ATV down at the base of the hill. Oh no. Yeah. Because uh, Ozzy was, it was Ozzy, Ben, and I were over, and then my sister and Megan were there, too. Because mm-hmm. my sister and Megan were really close friends at the time. We were really young at the time. It was a completely different paradigm. Yes, it was yeah. completely different. Life choices were very different, which we won't get into. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> never mind. We'll tell you oh, later. That's tremendously funny to me. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you when you're older. That's good. <laughs> What are, not when, when I'm I older. No. I know everything. Did, is this somebody you dated? No. 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 Oh. No. No. no, no not no. at all. Um, okay. Whatever. Anyways, and so Ben and I are walking up. They're <laughs> walking up the hill, and Ozzy's riding the quad around a little bit, and then he goes zooming by us like way too fast. Yeah. And so we we're watching him, seeing what he's gonna do. He goes sideways, and he's driving along, and the next thing we know, we see like the quad like tumbling end oh, over end God. like three times. Oh. And then Ben and I just see that. Full sprint down there, and because we didn't see what happened to Ozzy, mm-hmm. we just like, you just cared about the ATV. No, we just were like, <laughs> yes. we don't know what just happened. We don't know if you know the ATV is sitting on Ozzy's neck or something or whatever. Always assume the worst. Yeah, exactly. So we were just freaking out. We booked it down the hill. We sent our sisters up to go tell his mom, mm-hmm. uh, Ben's mom, uh, while Ben and I ran down. And Ozzy, through some miracle, didn't have a scratch on him. He basically had like fallen into like a little ditch and the quad was just kind of resting on top of him. Ah, nice. And so Ben and I just kind of threw the quad off. All that happened, Ozzy, it would have like a little tiny little burn from the uh, hot spot on the exhaust on his leg because he was wearing shorts. Yeah, I've done that to myself before. And so it's like, God, you're such an idiot. And he tweaked the handlebars. They actually ended up having to replace the whole handlebar set on the thing. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I uh, I did that once, too. Um, we used to have a dirt bike, actually. Oh, that's cool. I don't. It didn't get a whole lot of mileage out of it because I think my dad was intending for me to use it a bit oh. more often. And, God, it was just not my thing because it was essentially – it had a stick shift – yeah. That was in the handlebars, yeah. and that was impossible for me to keep track of. I, I do want to learn how to ride a motorcycle. That's one of the things I want to do for a while. Dude, you got to... All right. Well, what kind of motorcycle? Like a crotch rocket or no, a Harley God, no. or... Um, some are kind of like a... My, the epitome of cool bikes to me crotch are... Crotch like, Harley. That's real? I don't know. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Sorry. Motorcycle I either, honestly. Anyways, would be kind of like the classic like uh, kind of cruiser street bike scramblers from the 60s. Yeah, with you know, the uh, not... sidecar attachment optional. Uh, yeah, that's optional. But okay, you know, something kind of just kind of cool, simple, um, not super powerful, but can makes a good noise. It's fuel efficient too. Yeah, and I mean, you just you'd be going around town mostly anyway, yeah. and campus. Yeah. The the thing that I was thinking of, like, if I were to buy a bike right now, a brand new bike, uh, the one I'd probably buy would be like the Triumph Scrambler. Is the name of it? No idea. What, I'm yeah, gonna I find a picture. But it's a cool looking bike. Triumph. 
It's kind of hard to type after you've had the equivalent of five beers. But um, but yeah, that it, is nice looking. Yeah, it looks like a ni- bike from the 1960s, but it has like modern technology as far as fuel injection and all that other stuff you don't have to mess with. Shiny. Yeah. The one I'm looking at though has like dirt bike tires on it. Right. It's because the idea is that you can drive it on the roads or you can take it on like a gravelly road at the same time, mm-hmm. and it will do both okay. Where are you gonna park this thing? Like, you I'm just not gonna put buy it one. Right. And... I'm not gonna buy one right now. God no. I, oh, okay. I have way too many other expenses besides that. All right. But someday that's the kind of bike that I think is cool. Um, this is weird. Um, Google has a new um feature thanks to this whole like um being able to search for images by words thing okay. this wonderful technology yeah you know that the internet has given us do you want that motorcycle because of steve mcqueen i mean that's not necessarily a bad a negative point towards it because that for some reason that like uh, uh apparently steve mcqueen has one of these bikes Steve mcqueen had one and also they used them for filming in the great escape because uh, they've been making that bike for like forty years. Who who is in the? Oh Jesus! Who is in the Great Escape? Steve McQueen. Um, oh okay. Um 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 um, a um, couple other guys. Uh, Richard Attenborough, the old guy in or the guy in Jurassic Park that spared no expense. Oh really? Yeah. And here here's so here's the other people that it's suggesting that relate to this motorcycle. David Beckham. A lot of famous people have had this bike of some form or another. Chris <laughs> Pratt. Hmm. Sean White. And Norman Reedus. That's an interesting amalgamation of people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very much pleased with the Norman Reedus one. Yeah. Because he, he takes pride in that motorcycle. Yeah. But they're they're cool bikes, and they sound cool. Mm-hmm. Is that a selling point, them sounding cool? Well, yeah. Or... They, it has to sound good. If it sounds you know dull or boring, then you don't really want it. Because that's half the reason why you get a motorcycle is because the feel and the sound of it. Yeah, you don't want it to sound like a purring cat. You, you want, want it to, to sound like, like a... Meh. You don't want to sound like you're that's riding a... That's a moped. A... That's exactly what a moped sounds like. You don't want to sound like you're riding a hair dryer. Because, <laughs> I mean, let, let's face it. That's no not one gonna rides be, a hair dryer. That's not going to be the most comfortable thing that you've ever done no, but for yourself. I, yeah. I mean, sure, you will be praised by many people for being environmentally friendly. But, I mean, come on. Where are you going to go with that? Where are its cup holders? There are no cup holders in a hair dryer. I will have you know. You can set time to the side. Yeah, but come on. You're going to be the laughing stock of the neighborhood with those couplers strapped to your fucking hair dryer. Yeah. You need to get a hair dryer with cup holders already built into it. And I'm sure it exists. No. Just go ser- if not, go searching on the internet. Well, it's there. 3D printing. That's a thing. Also, mm-hmm. yes, that is a thing. No. If I was going to ride a hair dryer, I would just basically get like a giant hair dryer equivalent strapped to my back and get rollerblades and just use it as a jet powered backpack. How many hair dryers would you have to have to make that work? I am not drunk enough for this conversation. <laughs> I don't know, but I want to find out now. <laughs> so we need some really greased up rollerblades. Um, yeah. Um, a, a battery pack that we can wear dry- on our backpack. Hair dryers are going to work. And yes, they will. If you do like leaf blowers or things like that. Like also, that's, that would work that's probably where you better. get into leaf force blowers, that's going to push you. All right, let's abandon the hair dryer model and we'll switch to leaf blowers that's gonna be a much easier thing to do yeah would it, is it more energy efficient probably yeah because yeah. you would have to use so many blow and dryers gonna, and then actually be even more environmentally friendly because you're not heating the atmosphere yes wait that doesn't make any fucking sense because what are you talking about hair warming. dryers put out heat make the earth hotter that's not how it fucking air dryers works. blow warm air they heat the air that's not how fucking global warming works. I know, but you're increasing the temperature of the atmosphere. 
He didn't say global warming. I did. Technically, running air conditioning heats up the atmosphere. I guess on some thermodynamically tiny, minuscule, immeasurable, inconsequential yes, it, it heats level. up the atmosphere the same way when you walk out of the ocean, the ocean level drops. God damn it. Technically, it's not wrong, but... It, technically, it's so minuscule, you shouldn't even be measuring it because it doesn't matter. I don't that's even like know a, how you could measure it. That's but... like accounting for plank lengths when you're cutting a two-by-four. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you need to stop now. You're yeah. going to take a million years to make this table. I'm sorry. Plank length is the smallest possible measurement, by the way. Right. What is it like? An atom? I don't know. Something it's very small. small. I think it's smaller than an atom, actually. It's like the diameter of like a proton or something. That sounds like a much better constant to go on, actually. Uh, a Planck length is equal to something in scientific notation that I don't care to many, recite. It's 10 to the negative what? 35. Damn. That's pretty small. Yeah. Like, d why would you even bother measuring this when you're cutting your two by fours? There's you very, be really, really precise. There's very few instances. Maybe where it's your tolerances are that tight. <laughs> oh man! If your tolerances are that tight, I'm sorry, just give up. You're gonna. That would be hell. Yeah. Like you're. <laughs> I at think that the machinists would basically just come in and beat you to death with like the smallest, most blunt object they could. At that point, you are working for a Monsanto shell company, <laughs> and you haven't realized it. And their only purpose is to put their employees through the most gruesome psychological torture possible to see how far they can take them before they break mentally. Or you're actually like putting the Monsanto emblem on every single molecule of Monsanto <laughs> property. Oh my that you have to pay for the air you breathe. Because, oh you know, it's God, their property. And... Evil. <laughs> evil. That way they can say, see, this is our property. Those fucking di I mean, that's the only way they could prove it. Yeah. Really? Essentially. God, trying to patent genomes. Hey, they've done right. it. They shouldn't have that ability. No, they shouldn't. It's it's a chemical. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. They need to get out. Mm. Sorry. Um. Uh. By the way, I don't know if anybody cares, but uh, uh, Bernie, he's coming to Vancouver. I heard. Yeah. I don't know if are I'll you be go. I was planning on it, but I think I'm gonna have to work, so it's yeah. not gonna happen. I'm still gonna vote for him, though. There's gonna be a caucus soon. March twenty sixth. Yeah. I don't know Washington caucus. Yeah, we do. Actually. We caucus with the rest of the caucuses. Hmm. Well, that caucus sounds cockfully. That sounds lewd. Caucusfully. Caucus yeah. Yeah. Do, still do haven't watched any of season four House of Cards, but I need to. Me either. Is there a? Is there caucusing happening? No, it's just talking about politics makes me think of House of Cards and the fact that I haven't watched it yet because I have no internet. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, because I remember you saying like House of Cards, we're gonna go watch it, and then, then apparently no. that didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, and I Drew. think the new season of Daredevil came out today or oh, yesterday. Yeah. Season two? Yeah. I didn't even watch it. It's got the, the Punisher and Electra in it now. Really? Yeah. The guy that played Shane in The Walking Dead plays the Punisher. Oh, I thought they were making a movie. No. Oh, okay, because I saw pictures of him in the Punisher gear. No, but from what I see in the trailers, he looks like he, he's going to kill it. Yeah? I mean, I mean, I think he can. I think so. He plays like that slightly on the edge of crazy and homicidal. Yeah. 
That was his character on The Walking Dead. Basically. He was, uh, you know, doing what he could to survive, but still somehow benefit himself. Mm-hmm. And it mainly involved him, like, fucking over other people and not usually killing them. Sometimes, if he needed to so, or wanted to. Yeah, you know, if the opportunity arose. If he felt like it was the best course of action. And, you know, it happened a bit more often than Probably. you would think. Yeah. I think he'll do fine. Yeah. And he has a... Does he have a shirt? I don't remember. Damn. But I know he blows shit up and shoots a lot of people. Okay, well... That's all that matters. Yeah, really. He needs to get the shirt eventually. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be good. I, I really hope so. I mean, you watched the first season of Daredevil, First season right? was great. Is... Oh, it actually is great. It's, it's not fantastic. Like, it's not CW tier... No, it, it's really good. Okay, good. Cause... Vincent DeFrano kills as the kingpin. Vince, really? Vincent DeFranco's the kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's good casting. He, like, beats the hell out of a couple people. Yeah? Oh, yeah. All right. Is he... He's pretty beefed up. He's basically a square. He's, like, Shatner-level squared. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is what you need for the kingpin, man. I mean, if you couldn't get Vincent D'Ofrano, however you say his last yeah. name, to do it... Then you probably should have gotten Shatner, and he wouldn't have had to do anything for that Actually, role. Actually, I kind of would like to see that now. But he they, he would need a vocal coach. Yeah, and also a stunt double for everything. <laughs> True. that The stunt double for Shatner would be harder to get than Shatner. <laughs> I think so. Shatner would probably just do it just because he think it'd be cool. <laughs> I haven't done anything since that god-awful last Star Trek movie. I think I'll give this another shot. I think that would be his whole pitch. Yeah. I haven't seen the last Star Trek movie. Was it bad? The, which one? I don't know. The last one. The last one he was in? or Yeah. No, I haven't. Which is like the first Next Generation one. It's not the Whales one, right? No. he. That's like four. He's in five and six. And then I think he's in the first one with Picard. Christian knows the Star Trek movies better I don't than know. I do. It's... I've seen all the original series ones except for five. Which is the whales one. No, that's four. Fuck. Yeah, I just want to see the whales one. It's on it's Netflix. Good. Is Save that the whales? That's not the one where uh, Scott Scotty's asking about the nuclear vessels, is he? Yeah, yes, it is. It is. And it's, it's not Scotty. It's Chekhov. Oh, it's yeah. Chekhov. God damn it. Yeah, it's a Russian guy wandering around. Everybody, Sanford... kno- everybody knows you. It's a Scotty's. Russian guy in the 80s wandering During around asking War. people about where the nuclear vessels are and then sneaks onto the USS Enterprise. My favorite is Leonard Nimoy. Too much LDS in the 60s. Yeah. LD. Yeah, he, made, he LSD. means LSD, but he says LDS, <laughs> and that's been my dad's favorite thing to say at my mom. Actually, I think that's my dad's favorite of the original, of uh, the original series movies is the whales one. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, how can you not love whales flying through the air? But that happens, it's right? not better than Wrath of Khan. Nothing beats that. No, in terms of Star Trek movies, lots yeah. of things. Oh, yeah, actually, do as far as Star it. Trek movies, Wrath of Khan is still pretty much the best. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Okay. Well, all right. I don't. I don't know how that reminded me of uh, Blade Runner, which I don't like. But that reminded me of Harrison Ford, which reminded me they're that... going to be doing a fifth Indiana Jones, but it's actually the fourth one because the fourth one doesn't even exist. It's like well, the all right. Have for to the purpose it. for the purpose of this argument, we are going to have to acknowledge the existence yes. of. Is Harrison going to be back in it? it yes. It'd be like not acknowledging the Holocaust. We kind of have to do it. Yeah, that's the, the Germans um, don't. We don't have to. <laughs> no, the Germans accept it happened. They just don't talk about it. It's in none of their history books. Well, yes, but that doesn't mean they don't know what happened. We've had we had a German um, 
exchange student in our in our uh, class in history, and she was like, "What are you guys talking about?" She literally had no Which is idea. Weird, cause the German exchange student that we had in our sophomore oh, yeah, year. Yeah, this guy. Uh, he he was completely open to talking about like the Nazis things and mm-hmm. the concentration camps. They he knew all about that kind of stuff. But the thing that he denied and was like adamant about was that there was no East and West Germany. Oh yeah, I remember this. Art- I remember this conversation. Yeah, and I'm like, no. He was a weird dude. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, it came down the year I was born. The, oh, the Walden? Yeah. Congratulations. They heard I was going to be born. They were like, we need to get this shit down. She's going to be super pissed. <laughs> it's not going to make true. any sense to her. It She's going to be confused. Yeah. And it was gone by the time I got here. So. My dad has a piece of it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. But I, it's more common than you think. East side or really... west side of the wall? Shit, I don't know. It Does has it have graffiti on it. Or it no? has paint on it, so it's probably west. Yeah, I was gonna say probably east. No, east was the non-graffiti. I thought the east side was the communist side, which was the people yeah. who wanted to tear it down, so they were gonna graffiti the hell out of it. No, no, no. The west side was the free side. The east side was controlled by Russia. That's true. And the Russians would be like, no, no, you, you paint can... over graffiti. You cannot have spray cans. Oh, you try to paint wall? We shoot you on sight. Yeah, that's all there is to it. It was it was the west side, probably. Yeah, it has green paint on it, so I would assume that. I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. Anyways, before this, Harrison but I, Ford. Harrison Ford. Oh god, Indiana Jones. Uh, we have to acknowledge the existence of the fourth movie. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't want to, but have whatever. you have you learned nothing, Spielberg? Harrison Ford, just that. I mean, like I hold him personally accountable for the last movie, and I cannot you believe can't, no. he's doing. If you can't another hold, one. You no. can't hold Harrison Ford accountable. Yeah, for he could have just not the, done he it. He did the best he could with what was given to he him. He could have just not. He could have just not done it. But it would have never happened if George Lucas hadn't persuaded Steven Spielberg to make another movie. They all. Just and if he hadn't done it, then somebody away. else. They would have filled his place with entirety with Shia LaBeouf. <sighs> Probably. Probably. People yeah. would have just rejected it. Yes, but, but now the, some people and, think it's okay, and it's not okay to think it's okay. It's a I mean, bad movie. It is a bad movie, but it's not horrible. And I hate how again, Marion's in it. I also and... still like Jurassic Parks 2 and 3. Yeah, there's stuff, stuff wrong with There's you. a lot of things wrong with those movies. They are not good movies, That's but I can't what I, said, I yes. can't not like them. I mean, we were saying last week that, what is it? It's the second one where All once can... the chick, that little girl, she does like the, the, the gymnastics, gymnastics against the raptors. That's where the movie officially falls apart. Exactly. Up until that point. I can only hear the melodica version in my head right now. <laughs> but yeah. It's no, playing very loud. We were having this, we were having this conversation loud. last week about in The Lost yeah. World. Up until the That's daughter true. does start doing her gymnastics shit against the raptors. And they're just standing there like, oh, hi. What are you doing? It's a good movie. It's a solid movie. And then it all falls apart from there. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! It's a dinosaur. That's all I could hear when you guys were talking about it just then. No. I just but, um, pushed my own self-destruct button. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, anyway, so they're making another one. <sighs> yeah, they are. And it shouldn't be happening. No. But then also at the same time, they're also making another Blade Runner movie, which is interesting. 
And Harrison's going to be is in that, that too. Is that the movie that my mom made me watch the other day that, that, that I was complaining about? Yeah. Yeah. Kirstie doesn't I'm sorry. like Blade Runner either. I it's, heard you like it a lot. Which version did you watch, first of all? I don't know. Whatever was on Netflix. Then you watched the wrong one. <laughs> okay, so the wrong one. There's four versions of Blade Runner. Oh my God. I knew it. There was four. He said three. Nope, there's four. There's the original theatrical release, which is the one that's on Netflix, which is one of the two shitty ones that everybody says not to watch because it did have a narration. Yes. That's the ones you're not supposed to watch because. Yeah, it's, see, it's so dumb. He's just narrating. Because, I'm like, what the fuck are you well, doing here? Harrison Ford actually said that when they were doing the movie, they originally had the idea of the narration, but then they were like, said, nope, not doing it. And then they came back like two weeks. Um, it's probably because the dumb people didn't understand what was happening. Right. And then they came back like two weeks before filming was done. They're like, oh yeah, Harrison, we need you to come record a narration or a voiceover. And yep. so some people, there's actually been a theory that he actually tried to do as horrible of a voiceover as possible to kind of sabotage <laughs> it. So they'd be like, well, fuck, we can't use this. But they totally did, and it's awful. Yeah. But so there's the theatrical version, which has the voiceover. Then I think there's the, I think it's the director's cut, which is considered an okay one. No voiceover. Mm-hmm. Good. A little bit of editing differences. Maybe I'll have to watch They also that. did a couple different editing differences for the theatrical releases. Um, the special edition, I think, also reintroduced the special, the voiceover. But the one that everybody says to watch, which is the version that most people have, is the final cut. Because they do it, the editing as it was supposed to have been done. No voiceover, none of that stuff. And I'll be honest, the first two times I watched Blade Runner, I didn't really care for it that much. But the more I watch it, the more I like it. Because it's not so much about the movie itself. It's more about the symbolism. It's about getting lost in the world. It's about, you know, kind of the moral questions mm-hmm. that it's supposed to ask. The movie looks awesome. It is. It's, I will not deny that. No, the visuals are fantastic. Oh, so like the beginning, it starts out and he says it's like 2019. I said, and, it, and my mom was watching it and it said 2019. I said, yes, after Donald Trump gets elected. And it's like this horrific place. And, and look how and awesome the billboards are, yeah. right? Yeah. He will It's funny. Like, <laughs> quadruple, quadruple art billboards. But it looks all it's, gross and dirty. It's funny. Down below, yeah. Yeah. And that's, the poor people go down there. Yeah. And that's actually part of the thing in the movie is that we can build this wonderful metropolis, this wonderful technological achievement, but then at its core, it's still the same old rundown, minority-filled, yeah. you know, place. Those that's dang filled minorities. With... <laughs> it's not what I mean. But, but that's <laughs> what makes the country run. Exactly. And that's what gives it its life and its energy <laughs> is the difference, the different melting pot of people. Mm-hmm. It's true. And – in my opinion, and that's the thing about Blade Runner, if you care to rewatch it again, you don't have to. I if would you don't want, want to. to watch the one that the final cut. I'm, I'm willing to give it another chance. Did, Absolutely. The, the reason why I just automatically just stopped was the voiceover. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "This is stupid. Yeah. Why is this even happening?" And Netflix just put the wrong version up. Yeah, they yeah, did. Bad and cut. and that's one of the things as I was reading is that most people are given a huge amount of backlash over the version they chose because it's almost universally agreed that if you're going to watch it, watch the final cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Blade Runner is a movie that's very open to inter- a lot of interpretations. Uh, it's kind of like The Shining. Yeah, in a lot of ways, it is. Yeah. Um, it's if, an experimental, like, kind of, you know, gung-ho actor. If you watch... I mean, director. Yeah, if you watch it expecting everything to make sense and to be completely uh, transparent, you're going to be disappointed and let down. Same I think... The Shining. I mean, The Shining, you can watch as a transparent, you know, what you see is what you get story, but there's also a lot of... You know, things you're supposed to get out of it. For yeah. me, 
Blade Runner. You need Ult- external research sometimes. Yeah. For me, my my thing that I get out of Blade Runner is that it's basically it's kind of about the human condition in itself. That I mean that 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 is definitely presented a lot. Yeah. And if you can pick up on that yourself watching the movie, good on you. I've but I've watched it a couple quite a few times. There are some who would argue, myself included, most likely, mm-hmm. that if you need to reach out to external sources to try and figure out why the movie you're watching works, you're not watching a good movie. Yeah, or and sometimes you, and or you're watching a movie that's completely out of your element and you should be learning about it or like trying to research or it's just or it's, different and you need to try it a couple times yeah. like for like I said the first two or three times I watched Blade Runner I was like eh okay whatever I guess and then the fourth time it was and then the fourth like the you, it was well, your eye opening the experience. second time I was just like eh it's okay I guess I get it a little bit better and the third time I was like okay I actually kind of like it and then, like, the fourth time I watched it, I actually watched it with Ben, who had never seen it before. Yeah. What um, did he think of it his first time? He actually kind of liked it. He thought, yeah, that was interesting. How it's, many drinks has he had? That have? At the time, it was before either of us oh. were drinking. Um, so that, before things were fun. <laughs> I think I think I started watching it was, like, 16. So. Yeah, no, I was not. I don't. I was not that old when i watched it the first time i yeah. don't think but, but it has been a long time since i've no. watched it so i do need to give it another but chance i think sure. that ben what he was saying was that he thought it was interesting that it was a movie that he'd have to watch a couple times to fully get mm-hmm. and i think that's what it ultimately boils down to yeah it's a movie you have to watch a couple times from a couple different perspectives or angles but i agree with what you're saying with if you watch a movie it doesn't make any sense whatsoever uh and you have to go to outside sources to figure out it it's not that great with a couple exceptions 2001 is a movie, 2001 A Space Odyssey, is another movie that, like Blade Runner, relies on a lot of the audience interpreting what the visuals mean. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, the whole, like, last 15 minutes is all basically an interpretive segment. Yeah. I I barely remember the last 15, but you mean the part where, like, he's in the when he white had, room in the bed and whatever, he right. sees himself as an old after dude. After the acid trip... When he gets out of his acid trip and he's in the white room, mm-hmm. that whole thing. Yeah, that's a that's a. There's no definitive way to nail that scene down. No, there's three common theories, but life after death, probably life after death, uh, aliens or alien slash god intervening. Um, and then I forget what the third one is, but hell possibly i don't know people like that i think it's you know kind of ascending to a higher plane of existence i don't know is one interpretation yeah maybe i don't don't know know if i'd buy into that i'm not sure i buy into that one (laughs) it's a weird movie you have to watch a couple times is it like a fifth dimension thing stellar kind of i don't know i i'd have to read up on the theories on it but yeah i don't know i mean kubrick he's known for throwing people for a loop Mm -hmm. too yeah you can't you can't nail down that guy. Yeah, Two thousand one is definitely another movie that's a big one into interpretation. I was trying to. Th- I had another one, like ready to go. I, a lot of Kubrick movies in general are that way. Yeah, that's his style. Though. Yeah, he he never wanted to conform to any standards that other directors no, were trying to put and, out. And he wanted his audiences to leave the theater thinking about the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they wanted them to go home to be thinking about it, you know, for the next couple hours. And then, you know, the next morning when they go, you know, make breakfast, they want their audience members to be talking about what they saw last night. 
Yeah, I'm still not sure what I thought about Clockwork Orange, though. Yeah, same here. That was, that was a pretty straightforward, like... Surprisingly, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, definitive beginning, middle, end. Mm-hmm. Not much to interpret there. I know it was based off of a book. Right. Maybe you got to read the book to get a little bit more of the philosophical... Aspects, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if... I think it, I think ultimately what it's Clockwork Orange is the ideas of right and wrong as defined by society. Mm-hmm. So prison versus beating well, people up. Yeah, I mean, obviously we see that what um, the main characters do in the movie is wrong. Mm-hmm. But then because we were raised to believe that's wrong. Well, yeah, all the things somehow they, do, they grew up thinking that wasn't wrong. Well, yeah, violence, rape, burglary, all those horrible things are all wrong. Mm-hmm. But then is what the government does in the prison any better? Making him walk in circles. Experimentation, you know, torture in some ways, basically. Didn't he volunteer for that program? I'm not sure he had a whole hell of a lot of choice. It was that it was either that choice or something far worse. It's true. Yeah. But, you know, is that any better? You know, the whole basically brainwashing thing? No, that was pretty. No, that definitely crossed some sort of line. Yeah. I would say. Like, don't so. put those weird eardrops into my head and eardrops well, i think like, it was what? just to lubricate his eyes because that he wasn't able to close them oh yeah that's true that, that thing always seemed super uncomfortable it's that's the point like and i i know that <laughs> it's the the point is the, for it to it be didn't uncomfortable. look very it comfy. wasn't supposed to be comfortable i, would not, I thought the point i thought the point of it was to hold your eyes open not well yeah but it's not supposed to do it in a comfortable manner careful with that i'm careful what do you do no look at this it's fine <laughs> this is not good loops Please be careful. Oh my god. That, that is the last Mother. working pair of headphones that is not mine. And I've broken all of them. You might have. I don't it's I can't actually possible. confirm or deny that. Yep. There's two busted ones over there. All though. me. Your fingerprints are probably on both of them. Then again, so are mine and Teresa's and Andrew's and Jared's because I doubt you no, but all it's, the fingerprints. It's okay, it's my fault. <laughs> no, that's not Well you guys are gonna be married soon, so isn't it always gonna be his fault then? I guess not. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. I'm saying they happen to be broken, and you happen to have touched them. Those don't necessarily correlate. Great, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> For uh, those who can't see us, uh, we were smiling while we were saying that, so this is all a joke. They actually weren't. Oh my god, stop <laughs> outing me! I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. I couldn't see because there was microphones in front of your mouth, so... <laughs> That's how we wanted. No, it was it was it was happening. Yeah, it's all sure. Show. Yeah, I We're guess good. I just have to take your word for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's up, so, girl? Speaking of news in the internet and unlikely heroes, we were talking about this a little bit off the air about Hulk Hogan and his whole thing. Yay, Hulk Hogan! Um, basically, should, what site was it? It was Gawker. Gawker may wipe be wiped out, quote unquote, oh, because of this thing. Basically, it was. The verdict from the uh, lawsuit, Hulk Hogan basically sued Gawker Kurt, over a Kirstie's sex thing. bowing out. Ba, ba, da, da, da. Good night. Because Hulk Hogan isn't her hero in this instance. I guess not, but I don't think that's why she's leaving. Yeah. Anyways. But, so basically, long story short, Hulk Hogan had a sex tape that got out via Gawker. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan sued him. Yep. And the verdict came down that Gawker owes Hulk Hogan $115 million. Which is basically their entire savings account. Basically. I think it's the value of the company. Yeah. And those are just compensationary damages, too, not including... And they're also going for punitive as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get them for everything. Go. Yeah. The biggest fucking clickbait cancer 
that has ever been on the internet. They're probably like second or third to BuzzFeed. I'll say, who's going to go after BuzzFeed now? I don't know. They well, gotta, we got to work our way up. They the... have to fuck up as bad as Gawker, and that is going to be difficult. Well, if you eliminate the competition, they're more likely to loosen their... <laughs> they're more likely to lax up. It's true. Like, they become the monopoly, and it's only a matter of time before they make a mistake that'll bankrupt them. Hopefully. And then, uh, you know, the alternative internet will rise up to take over that bullshit part of news or it'll be like you know taking any sort of crime syndicate thing where you start out at one level and then you work your way up and up and up and up until you take down the boss we gotta take out buzzfeed from the inside exactly we gotta get a mole (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i'd be able to live my with myself working for buzzfeed but if it means that i'm taking it down it would you be able to live with yourself if working for buzzfeed meant that you would inevitably cause its destruction yes yes i would be okay with that I mean, well, it depends on how inevitable. Is it going to happen after I die? No, within good. the next two to three years, tops. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Depending right. on how good you are at what you do. But I mean, uh, to f- I don't further outline what uh, Gawker has done. Yeah. They received the sex tape of Hulk Hogan, and uh, it's going to get more ridiculous from here on. Oh out. yeah. Like the whole situation is silly to begin with, but what Gawker did is fucking idiotic to begin with. <laughs> Uh, Hulk Hogan was having sex with the wife of his friend, Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot about that. I think he's a radio DJ? I don't know, uh, but... Or another There's wrestler. no way his wife doesn't call him that in bed. No, there's no way. I mean, <laughs> you could shorten it to, like, Bubba or just Sponge. I would say the Love Sponge. Just Love Sponge? Yeah, Love Sponge. I don't know. That sounds gross. That sounds like the thing you use after the thing. Then again, that that's a good point. Bed. Maybe that's what they call his loofah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. But yeah, they put the sex tape up and um, people were kind of pissed about it. And Hulk, Ho- and Hulk Hogan was pissed about it. And they, to wave it in people's faces, they put out another article saying uh, people are telling us to take up down this video but we won't and at the so they streisand affected their own article right by yeah by in drawing a way. attention to the fact that they wanted it taken down in a way yeah but there's also hypocrisy going on in gawker too on top of all this remember when all those celebrity nudes got leaked from because of the Apple iCloud hack or whatever. Yeah. Amongst them, uh, that Gen- was what three, four years ago now, something like that. Amongst them, uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, a bunch of uh, other people, Christina Hendricks. Um, yeah, I don't even remember who all was involved. Tons in, but... of people. Yeah, and, and they had uh, articles saying, "I can't believe they've they've put these pictures up. These these people simply must be stopped." And at the same time, they are publishing Hulk Hogan's, uh, like just doing it with Bubba Lo- the Love Sponge's wife. Wait, That's and then hypocrisy. promoting the fact that they did that. And oh man, they were having the time of their life with it. And now I'm finally. Glad to see this happen. Do we know when the check will be written? I don't know, but the verdict has been laid down, so it's going to be soon, probably. Yeah. And All then right. they'll go to court again for probably for um, punitives, punitive damages. I mean, which and defamation of character, all that kind of stuff. If Gawker doesn't completely die, um, by the way, Gawker is the conglomerate company that owns sites such as uh, Gizmodo, Lifehacker, io9, Kotaku, 
Um, a bunch of other cancers of the internet. Yeah, I mean, Gizmodo hasn't been good for ages. Neither is Lifehacker. I haven't looked at life hackers since 2012. What I have a feeling is going to happen is basically it's going to be like a small, weak bacteria is going to basically become consumed and assimilated into basically like BuzzFeed or 9gag or some other shit like that. Oh, that's going to be a happy T-cell eating that piece (laughs) of cancer right there. Holy shit. Except for the the T-cell will actually be just another worse cancer. Oh, it will? Wait, what's going to eat Gawker? I don't know. Probably some other one of its competition. Yeah, BuzzFeed then. Yeah, probably. That's, that's kind of top of the food chain in terms of clickbait bullshit. Pretty much. They have the money to do it. Um, we'll just simulate it into it. Maybe Vox? Or are they owned by Comcast or something? Mm. No, I think Vice is owned by Comcast, too. I forget. Somebody will get them, I'm sure. At the very the very least we can hope for is it is that it just becomes like a link aggregator. Basically. It's like one dude running it in his basement and it's just a bot that's running that's just posting links and making its own titles for it. Yeah. It's going away soon. Hopefully. I really hope so. I stay far away from that part of the internet yeah. anyway. Yeah. I I I've, I've gone pretty fully alternative internet mm. i would say like like reddit not even haven't gone there in weeks i just go on very limited fields uh specific subreddits yeah. and which ones perchance uh, mostly like movies or that kind mm-hmm. of thing just kind of looking at different movie news or releases and reviews you ever gone into a thread and every single comment is deleted oh yeah it's happening more and more often. I know. It's a weird thing going on there. They have completely abandoned the idea that they are for the users. They have become corporate sellouts, to be Basically. sure. Yeah. And uh, now they've actually started monitoring the outbound links that you click mm-hmm. on Reddit. Yeah. Some of the things I look at is, like, food. I mean, it's kind of hard to censor food. I mean, I can't think of any food that's ever been censored. So has there ever been a food this was not that I'm aware of. If I Google censored food I mean, right now, had like a giant penis cake and something like that, but okay, but that's not a real penis. So you don't I know don't that. What? How are you gonna make a real penis into a cake? I don't know. Uh, all right. Here is what like censored food like porn that. looks like. Well, this is just. Wow, this doesn't make any sense. Um, other ones I basically go to would be like Netflix Best Of, just because when I'm like searching for something to watch oh, on yeah. Netflix. You just need a movie. Yeah, I just need something to watch, and or I need a list of two or three things to watch, so I'll go check that out. Yeah. But no, I'm not on it nearly as much as I used to. No, I I have the app installed. I haven't touched it once on my phone. Yeah. Facebook is oh, also God. dead to me. Yeah, the only reason I haven't deleted my account is because of Backup means of communication if all else fails. Let's you know, like see. somebody smashes their phone or something like that. Or also keeping in touch with basically like an online study group with my senior class. Well, I mean, once you graduate, how much more likely will it be that you'll delete your account? I don't know. I only go on it like once every other week. Yeah. As it is anyways. That's... And that's just to clear out the notifications from piling up. Yeah, because you're probably getting, like, invites to Farmville and all that shit. No, actually, I'd, I never... I that People know you don't want fucking Farmville. I don't think I've gotten invites to shit like that in, like, months. Nice. Good yeah. on you. No, I think I actually figured out how to block Farmville requests. Yeah. That's never happened That means I only have, like, 60 friends. 
you got to keep that group tight, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. About half I'm, of them I could delete anyways. So. I, I think I'm definitely above 120. Yeah. I, I'm maybe low single, low triple digits, but I don't know. I don't want to check right now because I don't want to actually break my record of not going on there very often. Well, I'll. how about I do it for you? Okay. Because that could be fun. And like a third of them at least could all be deleted right away. No problem. That's that. That's a nice thing to keep in mind. Let's see. Uh, let's look at Drew's friend list. What the fuck is this bullshit that's going on here? I mean, my profile picture is from prom senior year. Dude, yeah, that is a while ago. Yeah. You might... Eh, you know what? Don't even change that. No. You'll be fine. Total friends, 65. Oh, I was close with my 60 guess. Good job, <laughs> man. That is a nice round number and a multiple of five. I like that. That's, yeah. Mine, however... Let's see. 175. That is high. How much of that is family, though? Uh, well, it's expanded since the creation of the account. I would say maybe, eh, I don't know, at least 30, 40 yeah. people. Yeah. A lot of mine's either my actual friends, like you, Jared, Andrew. All right, we're going to have to create a distinction here between Facebook friends yeah normal friends yeah it's either tough my actual friends people i know Mm -hmm. band basically band friends yeah uh a couple of people that i knew in high school when i first created my facebook account just because i wanted to get my friends number up back when i actually cared that's a pretty specific category which is like half of them (laughs) (laughs) um and beyond that i can't really think of what my other categories would be but Oh, and like family of friends, like your parents mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. Kind of There's like friends of family, friends, mm-hmm. and then people you met at like some event that you had to go to. People you worked with. No, uh, no, I don't, I don't have a single friend that I'm uh, on Facebook that I work with. Probably a good idea. Yeah, because I was always like, hmm. I've had people that I work with send me friend requests, and I deny every single one of them. You deny it, or do you let it sit there? Because if well, you let it sit there, I'll they let never it sit know. There for like three months, and then I'll delete it. That's good because then it, then they aren't checking anymore. Yeah, we need to. All right, we need to figure out something right now. What the fuck were pokes for? I don't know. Because I know for a fact Zuckerberg only made that feature because he wanted to see what people would do with a meaningless feature. But what were their ultimate purpose? What was their ultimate purpose, rather? Basically, to get more people, draw more people back to Facebook, to get that much more time on Facebook. Because if somebody pokes you, you're like, oh shit, I'm going to poke them back and then see how long it takes them to poke me. And they're going to go back to see if check they check, refresh the page, more ads. Oh, it's an ad collection thing. It's. That doesn't even. That doesn't I don't sense. know. I, I, that's all I can think of is money. That would make sense, really, because it is Zuckerberg, and that is the thing that he loves most. He's it was he's the youngest billionaire. He's got an intense drive to make lots of money. Yeah, good for him, I guess. But which is sad that some other promising technologies that I actually kind of are interest am interested in are getting sucked up by Facebook, such as Oculus Rift. Yeah, I, what else did they bought? They they bought I that. I know. And I then, don't remember off the top of my head, but Oculus is the first thing off the top of my head, which. I still want to try when it comes out, which is supposed to be sometime this year. I'd bet money's around Christmas time. Yeah. Well, 
what more perfect time to drop it? That's a good time for it. Holiday season. God, it would, like, Black Friday, people would actually die on this one. Yeah. Yeah. There would be stabbings in the Walmart electronics section. You think they'd be selling that shit at Walmart, man? I think they'll be selling it anywhere they possibly can. Yeah, I mean, it's money. Yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not really picking. Yeah, if they can get their $400 one way or another, I don't know how much it's going to be. I just picked an arbitrary number, but... But, I mean, what can we expect from it, though? Because would it be really be worth it to wait that long to get an Oculus Rift? Or would you rather just get one of those, like, thirty pair, uh, $30 pair of goggles that you can put your phone in, and it's sort of the same experience? Actually, those, like, the ones that are coming with the new Samsung S7? They come with goggles? Depending on where you get them, they'll come with a little thing that you can slip your phone into to basically make it like a little VR headset. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. As an added feature. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool, but... Yeah, how often are you going to use that? Not Almost super never. often. And Oculus is going to be a lot more involved, I'm sure, because it's not going to be a phone in front of your face. No. It's going to be an interface that is designed for this type right. of thing. But yeah, like every single demo or video I've seen of it, everybody's like freaking out how cool it is. And they never show what's in it. Well, they show on screen sometimes. Like I saw a a video one time. Somebody's playing with the Oculus Rift, like the new Star Wars Battlefront game. Really? Yeah. And they can look around the whole thing. Well, basically, they still have the the controller and whatnot on it. But basically, like you're in a first-person shooter, but it's actually in your face. So you actually look like you're in the first-person shooter. Oh, dang. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That's like awesome. If nothing else, that would be selling points. Or, like, first person for, like, a racing game? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. But it, uh, focusing on selling points, what's the price range? That's what I don't know. If it is above a certain amount and in, that you wouldn't buy it at, what would that amount be? It would depend on what all it's compatible with. Um, well, let's go for the Holy Grail here. I'm sure they would have made it work with uh, Xbox PS3 is their main thing. Um, well, they're probably going to make it... Basically, okay, so say it's compatible with a, basically most first-person type games, whatnot. Holy Grail, basically, it, it's compatible with damn near everything. Yeah. Let's say that. Um, Which I don't know if we can even hope for that because it's well, all speculation. Modern stuff, anyways. Yeah. Um, Not saying it's going to be compatible with the Sega Genesis, but... <laughs> Which, oh god i wish i want toe jam in her own 3d that'd be fucking awesome that would be cool yeah um obscure random out of the wall reference but <laughs> you haven't played toe jam and earl not in a long time oh god damn it's awesome yeah i know yeah but... <laughs> what le- what was the highest level you ever made it to i don't know i played it at my uncle's house because he had a genesis i the first okay. game console i ever had was the, the original sony playstation i think by myself i made it to level 12 once mm. I don't know how high you can actually go. Yeah. But little known secret about that game, there's a level zero. Ta-da. Did you ever know that? No, I didn't actually. There's a level zero. What you do, you get to, um, you got to get rocket shoes. Doesn't matter what level you want. You get those rocket shoes. You go all the way back down to level one and then activate the rocket shoes. And you got to go to the bottom left, very bottom left corner of the map. And there's a hole, like one of those space holes that you can fall into Mm -hmm. in one of the normal levels, and you fall into level zero. Mm -hmm. And when you get there, there is a hot tub that you can jump into. There's a lemonade stand. There's hula girls. It's pretty sweet. So basically you die and go to heaven. 
No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you're still alive and you go to heaven. I'm not sure how it works. Yeah. It's pretty intriguing, though. And I think once you fall out of level zero, you go back to your the highest level you were on. Okay. Pretty sweet deal. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, your baseline okay. for... Oh, God. I don't know. Um, well, right now, that baseline would be pretty much nothing because I wouldn't spend the money on it, but... No, screw that. You don't have the I don't finances. Have, I don't really have disposable income anymore. Um, but yeah, did you make a like a budget for yourself? Do you have a spreadsheet? Kind of, sort of, not a lot, but yeah. kind of a tentative thing, basically. You know, I'm not going to spend more than X amount. Mm-hmm. But and that's also going to depend on how much money I make in a, a week. But It's true, yeah. And also, whenever the hell you leave Safeway. Yeah, yeah. which hopefully is soon. I have some resumes out in the mail and some emails out. Soon. But I, do you think anything's going to happen if the graduation hasn't technically happened yet? Not necessarily. Because mm-hmm. I'm only like, I'm less than two months away. Yeah, just I'm like l- six months, uh, six weeks away from graduation. Th- they'll I, be like, okay, let's just get I it. I kind of think that it means I kind of know my stuff. I mean, if you st- if you like want something local and quick, just try where I'm working. I might like really quick. Cause I actually might. It, it's pretty. It's pretty good. They're looking for people. I know they are looking for at least one mechanical engineer right now. Okay. Good so, to know. anyways, uh, base price. Oh God, I don't know. Um, or max price, not base price. Yeah. What is the highest you would go? Uh, how should I phrase this? The what is the mm. highest you would see as a reasonable price? Yeah, for that. Or a price that you'd be willing to pay if you could scrounge the money. Probably like seven to $800. Oh, God, no. I'm way lower than that. Really? Yeah, I'm like capping out at like probably about 400 bucks, four to 450 Really? I'm not going to spend more on a headset than I spent on the console. I don't think it's going to go that low. But, well, because that's the thing is you're then you're asking people to spend in your case, twice as much on the Oculus Rift as they spent on their Xbox or PlayStation. It's true, but we have no guarantees if that's going to hook up with those systems. but say it's compatible with the Xbox One and the PS4. I hate saying Xbox One because I think of the original Xbox when Mm -hmm. I say that. Anyways, I had one of those. It was great. I never did. It kind of crapped out towards the end. I I couldn't stand their controllers. They were too huge. They were beefy, man. They were. Oh, crazy. But anyway. Anyways, so, okay. Uh, Xbox One and PS4 and PC compatibility, you're saying to spend twice as much as you spent on the console, not including games. But I think the, uh, the value is made up for it in how many devices it is compatible with. I think with. initial price, you're probably not going to be that far off. I don't think so either. That I seems think... pretty... That's like a, That's like as much as a non-contract iPhone. Basically. I think, it, I yeah. think that's a good ballpark. Um... But I think as far as what it'll actually come down to as its standard price, once the market stops freaking the fuck out, probably honestly start with something around five hundred bucks. Yeah, once once it settles and maybe like a new version is in development or something. Yeah, it'll settle to probably four or five hundred dollars. Because there is a big possibility that this product will fail completely. Oh yeah, on its first launch. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of hype for it, but it may take off or it may just completely fall on its face like every other vr attempt in the past what other ones have there been there have been one or two other ones that basically are kind of tried to do the vr thing and just horribly failed yeah yeah like did microsoft try and do one i don't think so i think sega tried to do one well yeah i can see sega trying that 
I forget what the other one was, but yeah, I think to, or you know, like the Nintendo Power Glove. Oh, is that technically? You didn't have to wear goggles. For no, that, no, no, no. But I'm thinking like other attempts in um, revolutionizing the gameplay that okay that fell on its face. Yeah, because I mean, some people can take it too far, and then it turns out you've just made lawnmower man technology, where. <laughs> You've seen that, right? No, but I know what it's. I know the basics of it. Well, and then like it's just you have to do insanely complicated things in a virtual world to do the most basic of accomplishments. Yeah, that isn't really. It's not really worth it. No, you know, it's not like you're gonna be. People, they don't want to be able to physically browse the file system in their computer because that means that they will have to look up at this big screen of fucking icons and, like, tap a folder to go into it. And it's just going to be these huge art movements, and it won't make any sense. So it's going to be games. Yeah. Mostly. Basically. But, um... Actually, another thing with Oculus that I saw was another development that they were doing. Like, as it was like a little demo thing, I saw they introduced like a uh, like a, actually monitoring hand motions. No, oh, really? Yeah, actually, it can see and so you got to wear gloves for this. No, actually, no, it just scans and it can see your hands and see how you're doing it. Basically, oh, it was like a little block building game. Basically, okay, uh, like you had this imaginary space. You could like pick up a block, you could throw it, mm-hmm. um, you could create your own blocks by pinching and pulling. Ooh. to ma- manage the size of the block that you wanted that's cool it was a cool looking it was a very very basic demo but you know that's going eventually right where star wars lightsaber duels oh shit yes that, if that comes out i'll basically be throwing my money my wallet at the people at the store oh that'd be so cool as long as you get like an actual handle that comes with it. Yeah. And uh which will be like maybe, a $150 game set. Maybe makes the sound effects too. Well, yeah, you got to have the sound in the headphones, which can you imagine that like online gameplay? Like so lightsaber awesome. duels against people in China or oh, something that'd like be, that. That is that is a great idea. That is what this technology should be used for. I agree, but I'm afraid that Facebook won't see that. Yeah, that's true. You're going to have to link up with like your Facebook account. And... Yeah. Maybe third-party developers will step up their game and do it maybe i'm i'll wait for somebody to crack it and make it so i can put my own games on it yeah and then and then i'll definitely pay on eight hundred dollars for that i might maybe maybe not right now no not now no i have way too many other expenses if i could get the cash yeah probably uh go ahead and like us on facebook facebook.com slash tj Fredo said that i said that weird yeah a little bit facebook.com slash tj Fredo. we're also tj Fredo on twitter Emails things because you're not what we want you to at show at gmail.com. All the old episodes and subscribable links for iTunes and RSS are at tgfradio.com. Uh, anything to say before we close this bitch out? Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. I know it's a day late, but I hope yours was good. Ours was pretty good, I it, take. It, it's a day late. I mean, yeah, you're allowed whatever. to celebrate a little late. I'm yeah. sure bars are doing it everywhere. Oh, yeah. I think Kel's doing it all weekend. Oh, man. Maybe we gotta go back. Maybe. Who knows? All right. Uh, we'll be back next week. Maybe at your new place. Depends on whether or not you have internet. It's entirely possible. We will figure it out as we go. All right. Party on, everybody. Mm-hmm.